Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash watsonassistant to learn more. John Andruski here, who's getting a beer. We are live. Well, not live. I keep saying live. I don't want to say live. Uh, we're at Torg Brewery in Spring Lake Park. Uh, it's a new brewery that just popped up. Uh, I think they opened up like a month or two ago. Yeah, I don't even Not know. sure. Uh, but so we're here at Torg. They've allowed us to come here and drink their beers. Um, what are they, I mean, Dave, you were saying something about their beers here are kind of English. Yeah, they're they're all pretty English. Other than you know, they do have the half bison and they they have a I think a dark bison too. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw like an American pale ale up there as well. They do, yeah. yeah. But overall, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of very English. They've got you know they've got their their amber. They've got their well, I guess the dry stout's technically Irish. Yeah, that's an Irish one. Um, but they you know they have the English brown and um, that's a couple. Of, they have a couple. Of they have a uh, yeah. They have a German Hefeweizen, maybe so. Maybe it's more of a European slant to their beers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they seem to be very, I would say, traditional. Yeah, they have a lot of traditional beers. Yeah, um, I've got the Billy Butcherson's Mouthwash, which is an amber ale, but it's like hopped up extremely high. So it's a uh, it's a little bit of a heavy drinker. Uh, what do you guys got over there? So I've got the uh, Brigid's Bathwater. It's an Irish dry stout or dry Irish stout. Uh, you know, I mean, it's basically a Guinness. Mm-hmm. Uh, really smooth. Uh, it's dark. It's not. There's not a lot of bite to it. I mean, it's. You could put a couple back. It's it's a good beer. Yeah. Yeah. Then I went with the uh, third Thursday Porter and. Uh, I'd call it, you know, it's it's smooth, but it's smooth and dark, but it's got a bit of bitterness to it, um, and it's actually it was it's actually aged in oak on oak, I guess however oh, you want to describe that. But so it gives oh. it it definitely definitely gives it just that hint of whiskey. Nice. Uh, not quite as severe as some of the other ones that we've tried recently, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's pretty good. It packs a punch too at uh, an ABV of uh, seven point two. Holy jeez! That's why my glass is slightly smaller than all. Yeah, yours, I see that. But, 
Um, before we get into anything else, guys, I do want to mention that you can find us on BGN.FM. We're on the BGN network. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Uh, let's see what else. What else, guys? Spreaker. Uh, uh, SoundCloud? SoundCloud. Yeah, we said iHeart. I, I think that's it. That's it. And you can find us on Twitter. We have our own uh, Facebook page, LucyPodcast.com. However, you, however you listen to your podcasts, you we're can there. basically find us. Yeah, yeah. we're always um, Whether it's an app or over the internet yep. or wherever. Yeah, I mean, and if you're really, really lazy, you can literally just Google us, and it will give you. Oh, I don't know if we're on Google. I'm Four or sure. five. We're on, we're on Google. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Dave. We're not technically on Google Play. Uh, we're not Google Play, mm-hmm. but we're on. Google. It's gonna happen. Maybe. I don't know. Someday. After you win the awards. Maybe. Maybe. The iHeartRadio Awards? <laughs> I still haven't figured out how to, how to vote for those. Yeah. Do I, you have an account? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe it's just being on the phone. It was bizarre. I maybe we'll just get one vote from you. That's fine. We at least got a vote. We got it's kind of like a write-in for the president. Yeah, pretty much. Baby steps, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Just real quick, I had to do it while we're sitting here. So I just Googled uh, the Lunacy Podcast, and we are, yeah, we're easily five of the first six things that come up. Well, what's um, the other one? Um, we don't need to get into that, but... Uh, is it, it not good? It, it might be ours, but I'm not sure. The, fir- the first thing that comes up is Spreaker. That would be us. And then you'd okay. find us on Apple Podcasts. You'd see us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, and then you scroll down a little bit longer, and you, you can actually see see some of our episodes streaming live. You can watch them oh. on YouTube. Actually, did we mention oh. that? Well, here we are. On yeah, YouTube, we're not. So. Yeah, we're on YouTube. And YouTube's a little weird. I cannot figure out how the hell to use YouTube. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm actually Gen X. Probably. But um, obviously, we're all Gen. X. We even have several think? images. Yeah. Several images. Oh, but yeah. yeah, so it's YouTube's a little weird. I've got it set up so we have a channel. Yeah. But it only lets us do 15 minutes. It splits us up. Yeah, I don't... It's weird. Uh, and maybe it doesn't add kick in then? Uh, no, it yeah. doesn't do anything. It just, no, it 15 just minutes. cuts us off. Yeah. So I think... Uh, maybe that's just for if we ever decide to, you know, do a video. videotape us. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you want to see that. We could do short video segments. I yeah. don't know. I, I'm not... I'm, a, I'm the voice of podcast. I'm not a voice for whatever... And it, um, we do have the Snapchat, which Snapchat. I still haven't used. Yeah. Which maybe that's what we're... Are we supposed to do that? Yeah, I like, think we're supposed to do it like when we're doing this thing. Uh, like, show, hey, we're, we're, we're here live, and we do a little... Eh, and we, yeah, that's what the people do on the Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put, like, you know, bunny ears on put bunny ears on each oh, other. Yeah, yeah, we can, like, do that. The yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, so... We should have a theme. Santa Claus outfits tonight. Yeah, we could have. It was almost... We could have. Christmas. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound like a good John, idea. John, you, you've got kids. You know how to, or you, all of you got kids, so you should know how to do it. Maybe we, we get us on, snap a few, get them on the website real quick. Uh, no. Music. Maybe you could become our social media guy. Or TikTok. TikTok. Musically's done. TikTok's yes, the new thing. Yes, TikTok is the new thing. <laughs> so, okay. Um, just a little housekeeping mm. stuff to talk about. Uh, I want to say thanks again to the guys from True North Elite for our yeah. last episode at Dual Citizen Brewing. Uh, we had a huge amount of listeners for last massive, massive amounts of listeners for last uh, last podcast we did, uh, and then we saw a little jump in some previous podcasts too. I think from that podcast. Yeah. So uh, huge shout out to those guys, guys. If you're listening, keep on listening. Uh, we'd love to have those guys back on again at some point. 
We'd love we, to get back to Dual Citizen at some point. <laughs> we even got a shout-out from The Flock. Oh, The Flock, yeah, The Flock, Madison, yeah. And uh, if anybody from The Flock is listening, we are going to plan on coming out to one of your games this year. We're going to try to do it and do a podcast out there. I think it would be great to uh, get some of those guys from The Flock on our podcast, get the Madison connection going. Um, I like road trips. Do you guys like road trips? I do, especially when it's checking out an affiliate team. Exactly right. We've done that in the past for other sports. We have done that, yes. I I love road trips. You do? Yeah. Well, you went on a road trip with Johnny once. I did. Yeah. How was that for you? It worked out well. It's good. I'd do it again. We in fact, there you go. we're in Chicago again this season. There you go. We got Chicago. We got the Madison connection. Yeah. We got KC. You know, we got a lot. Madison in the summertime. There you mm. go. Sounds yeah. nice yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. We'll do it. Um, so, Flock members, if you're listening, we're going to get out there uh, and see you guys at the game and have a good time out there. Yeah, you know, and they need a podcast because I haven't seen anything pop up yet. Yeah, they obviously do. they don't have a reason yet. Well, not but. yet, but they should get a podcast out there. Yeah. So, anybody's listening, if you want to start a podcast, we'll uh, teach you how to not do a podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, let's get into it, boys, a little bit here. First and foremost, let's start talking about the expansion draft. And yes. on top of that, the re-entry, uh, re-entry slash waiver draft. So the expansion draft, uh, Stevens, who did we leave open for the expansion draft? So basically, of the you know of the twenty man roster, the, the or the the main roster, we had Almsberg, Carter, Carter Manley, and Eric Miller were basically left unprotected for that. But uh, not, none of those players were taken. Yeah, nobody taken. So, and we, that I don't think. We kind of missed on the players that we thought might have been left unprotected. Oh, yeah. I mean, but we, I think we were right in the assumption that we didn't necessarily think that any of our yeah players well yeah would be and taken. It, also the the guys that I commented on um, unfortunately I didn't realize that they counted everyone you let go okay as being part of the freebies to go oh, out okay. to, the, to the draft so I didn't even include them because I didn't. Think it was necessary. Yeah, but that's kind of my, that was my thought too. As I didn't think yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought once they were, you know, cut or options weren't signed, that that yeah. was it. But exactly right. Apparently not. You know, and, and I think I think we kind of look we, we kind of got a little more into it than maybe we should have. I thought I think when we were trying to decide on who we were looking at protecting, not protecting, I think we yeah. were putting more of an emphasis on the salary and maybe we could dump yeah. the salary, but that yeah. wasn't really... That's not really what they went to, for. They didn't really need to do it no. that way, and they didn't. So they they, they went with yeah. it. They kind of left all the young guys unprotected, the guys that really didn't see the field, at least for the, the, the big squad. So. Yeah, and they were common sense, really, yeah. because yeah. why is Cincinnati going to pick up you know, young players that didn't really see the field? Well, I mean, other than Manley, I guess he saw the field a little bit. But it, it just didn't seem logical for Cincinnati to do that. But we talked you know, we talked about that logical uh, for Cincinnati to pick up these players because they, like the United, when they started, they really didn't need to pick up. Right. They, they've had, they have a group, and then they've made some signings, and they didn't really need to pick up anybody more than, like, backup right. material, really. Yeah. So, so we had the re-entry draft after that. Well, so, well it was the waiver draft. Waiver draft, Yeah, sorry. the waiver and draft we didn't was, do anything. The waiver do draft nothing. was first. That was, that was yeah. on the 12th. 12th, yeah. 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 And we didn't do Jack right. in that one either. And then we had the re-entry draft stage one. 
which yes. December fourteenth, okay. which yeah. we didn't do anything. Anything in that one? No, no. And, and didn't lose anybody. Didn't lose anybody. No. And then technically today was today stage was two of the stage two, which again we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything, but we lost but Lampson officially. Now officially. obviously we had already chosen not to uh, re-sign him anyway, but mm-hmm. there, you know there was still a chance that we could have negotiated something. Yeah, but yeah. So he went to LA. So I know it was kind of. You're not going to lose any sleep that we still have Shuttleworth as opposed to Lampson. I know we kind of had. I think opposing viewpoints. There's on the a last podcast. But. There's obviously a need for a young goalkeeper to kind of yeah. start training in a little bit. Well, that or a new goalkeeper altogether, like you brought up last well, time as well. Potentially. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where Bobby's salary is probably a little high to have him sitting on the bench. Honestly, mm-hmm. Lampson's salary was a little high to have him sitting on the bench. I was kind of surprised that they brought him in. Because, I mean, it, really, they're they're not great keepers, but they were starter worthy. Starter worthy, yeah. So the fact that we had two starters on the roster was a little weird. Um, so I think I think Tony, you're probably going the right direction with we're going to yeah. bring in someone young. Bring in somebody young, let them train underneath Shuttleworth for a yeah. year, and then hopefully you dump Shuttleworth and that young guy kind of right. comes in and becomes the star. Yep. And, it, you know, later when we go through some players that I that are now in free agency, I've got for sure one goalkeeper on there that I think would be a good solid backup. I, look I don't at, know that he'd be a replacement, but he'd be a good backup. I look at goalkeepers a little bit like I look at quarterbacks in NFL. I think having a veteran kind of teach a younger guy for about a year or two Yep. And then have them stepping up is the right way to do it. Unless you're Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, yeah, that situation. Let's, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. get your coach fired. That's right. Right. That's right, you do get coach fired. <laughs> it's true. Well, Aaron got his coach fired again this year, so. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, we didn't lose anybody, and we didn't really gain anybody. Nope. Well, except for Lampson in this round. And then, and he was kind of a... The backup. So, right. what do we really, you know? Yeah, you know, and here, here's the problem. Uh, obviously, this changed a little bit today, but I had in my notes that you know here we are, off season. We are officially two weeks into the off season, being at the the final was just a couple weeks ago. Um, but we've done nothing for signings at all, and it. I saw on Twitter someone figured out that there were seven of the 24 teams have done nothing. Yeah. Okay, great. That doesn't look good when you're part of those seven who have done nothing. Well, what's even worse is when you look at those seven and five of them were in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. two of them were in the final, Mm -hmm. and you think, well, yeah, they kind of have their team the way they want to have their team. They don't really have a lot they have to do. So it makes sense that they're not making moves. But then you have lowly Minnesota United and San Jose, two of the worst teams in the league, are the other two teams who haven't done jack shit. Seven-year plan. I know. I'm slowly starting to think that Dave is right. But he might be. 
you know, they didn't they didn't make they didn't make a lot of signings, right? Or at least publicly make make those signings available. But I mean, they do have a large part of their roster theoretically in place right now. They and they have a log jam yeah. in midfield. Yeah. I mean, a massive log jam. Well, no, let's let's they have, get let's get into that because today we're talking about them not signing anybody. Today we got a DP. Yeah, our third, our third, third DP, and final DP, Sterling. Who is he? What does he do? So his name is Jan Gregus, right? Gregus. Jan Gregus, yeah. Yeah. Uh, their their announcement was Duck Duck Gregus. Okay. Which I thought was actually pretty clever. I usually hate their social media, mm-hmm. but that was that was pretty good. Um. So he's yeah. I mean, I I told all all of you guys that it seems like a pretty legit DP signing. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of on the. Darwin Quintero end of DPs, not on the Angelo Rodriguez end of DPs. Okay. Uh, you know, he's he's a current player for FC Copenhagen, which is, I mean, it's a decent club. It's not like it's, we're not talking about Madrid or Bayern. Or, but are we talking about an EPL team or maybe a I mean, they're definitely... You know, if you wanted to look at it from an EPL perspective, they're definitely a top five EPL team. Okay, yeah. in the Danish, in, the, in that yeah. Danish. I mean, side. they're they're in the Europa League. They're, I would say that their odds of winning Europa are pretty solid. So, what was your favorite Fernando Bob moment? Because after this, we talked about this earlier. After this signing, I think Fernando he's, Bob. Yeah, well, he's, 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 he's question. Oh, he had been. That was decided. After after the options day, well, I know, well, but he could still come back. He okay. could still come okay. back. They, but they, I still think this they didn't. Yeah, yeah they yeah. didn't take his option. If yeah. Was one. Okay. So yeah, I mean, he's definitely out of the picture. He's out. Well, yeah. and, uh, and, and he, I think overall they're number. Well, so he's technically, Gregus is technically not a number six, but he can play there. You he said. can play a number six, okay. and the guy is huge. He's six three, uh, which is incredibly tall for a midfielder. Yeah, so you mentioned you mentioned the logjam. So that so on the roster now we have seven seven midfielders. Yeah, five, and yeah. four of them play at the same position. Okay. Well, kind of, yeah. Can any of them move to defensive back? Well, I mean, no. No. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it depends. If you wanted to do a 3-5-2, yeah. uh, Miguel Ibarra can certainly play, play a, yeah. a wing back. They won't do that. Uh, I mean, Ethan Finley can't. Molina yeah. definitely can't. No. So, in that sense, you've got some movement, some flexibility. Yeah. But overall, I don't know. With the fact that Gregus isn't technically a six, I'm thinking that they're going to do probably go back to that four three. What was it four? No. Four. Five one, I think, is technically yeah, four, two, four, five, three, one. one. Yeah, four two three one. Yep. So they're still probably going to pull someone back mm-hmm. into midfield, but I, I kind of look at based on what I read in the literally the forty five minutes of work that I should have probably been working <laughs> um, was that he kind of reminds me of a Cesc Fabregas. He's kind of that wheel guy. He can play defensively, sure, but he kind of sets everything up. Good. We need it's, that. Yeah, and it's good because we can't play the ball through the, through the midfield at all. No. It's always those long balls over the top or yep. watching Bobby kick it out of bounds. 
Yeah. <laughs> so now maybe, just maybe, we can actually play the ball up. Yeah. And it, I mean, that's that's big. So mm-hmm. I I really think that it's going to be that that four two three one that Adrian Heath has always kind of liked. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we have another signing. Obviously, well, we have uh, Colin Martin, um, and we have Rasmus Schuler. Both of those two could play next to Gregus. Very quick very point. Well. And we talked about this when they signed uh, our uh, good friend Darwin. Yes. Their uh, highlight video was yeah. not well, existent. Well, Darwin's was okay. Angelo's yeah. Angelo. was bad. Yeah, so bad one. To be fair, though, Tony, this happened today. Don't you I think they're busy hey, preparing that video as we speak? Hey, Maybe we'll see it tomorrow. You sign a guy, you get the stuff up there right away. You show the people what he's going to do. But now here's the problem. He's a, he's like that that kind of a six midfielder. His Show some passing. Yeah, that's all it's going to be. Okay. Maybe a few broken up passes. But our, or, our soccer fans will be like, oh, good passes, great times. It's going to be, that's going to be a pretty boring highlight. No, it doesn't have to be. They can put some. Just like the Simpsons episode. No. Holds it. Yeah. Holds, it. Holds, Holds it. it. No. Holds it. <laughs> oh, John. Yeah. Exactly. You, can put, you can do stuff on uh, Photoshop. You can put some fireworks on there and some glitter and whatever. I don't know. I mean, you know, I guess it just depends. He might be. Look. He might have some good passing. I want to get. That might look good. I want to get fired up for these players. I want something that fires me up. You get a little excited about the videos, Tony. I do because that shows what they can do. And I want to go to the game and What's see what they do. What's interesting is he is their target audience, apparently. Exactly. <laughs> Me, I... Uh, well, <laughs> so let's... They signed the DP today, but... Well, Stevens I just, is showing I just, us a I video I want to pull up some young Gregus oh, highlights. That. Oh, look at that goal. Oh, you guys can't see it in the podcast. But champions there right it is there. right there. There it is. I mean... There it is. Look at that. Ultimately, what... What we have to consider is the fact that we needed defensive midfield help. We got it. Yeah, we got it. We needed a guy that could help the defense bring the ball up. We got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's still he's an active player. It's not like he was out of contract. We actually drug him away from Copenhagen. Which is amazing. He literally just played against Bordeaux in the Europa Cup. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a quality signing, mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see the numbers. Yeah. Like what we ended up paying. Well, he's yeah. got to be close to Darwin. Then. I think he's probably going to be over. Over? Yeah. Okay. Why if would I were he guess. finish the campaign? The Europa League campaign? That's what I'm Well, so. About. Does he get to finish? No. I mean, we don't know, actually. They didn't say. So transfer window doesn't open until February, so he can't come here anyway until then. Yeah, he can finish well, it up. Let's just say if they make it to the final of the Europa, he can't play it then, though. Or is there a spec- can he put a speculation? I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that. I don't personally see that team in the final. And uh, does that team... I don't either. It'll be Chelsea. And does that but team... Frankfurt, right? Where are we watching it? Oh, well, oh that'd be interesting. That would be, that would be fun. Yeah. No Germany talk here. Uh, he's not talking Germany. He's, he's bigoted against Germans. I'm just kidding. Uh, it would be fun, though, if those two teams would. made it, and we would have to watch it somewhere. Yeah. Who would be? Grits, UN. Well, uh, yeah, we don't even really have any German places to watch. No, not really. Yeah. Well, Gastoff. 
They have yeah, games they against us? No? Beer Garden would have been the place. Oh, yeah. Beer Garden Germania. Yeah. Uh, so we signed the DP, but yeah. the other interesting thing that we were talking about was E Pluribus uh, Lunum right. stated that the Loons have signed a bunch of players, but they're not telling us who they signed. Yeah, you know, and... And I, when I, you say they're, I'm sorry, Eric, yeah, when you say they're not telling us who they signed, are you, you you're saying the the loons aren't making it? Public. Yeah, they're not announcing. Uh, okay, I just, right. I, I, yeah, at first, I thought you meant Eplervis. No, yeah, knew, sorry. knew them and weren't. They making don't it know them either. Okay, the team's not telling. Them. Yeah, and and so I said that I was going to go on a rant about this, but I'll try to keep it short. All right. I mean, you look at where we are as a team. Okay, we we signed up. Adrian Heath, the guy that got fired months earlier. And they hatched this crazy three-month plan and told no one about it. And then 2017 sucks ass. And they say, oh, we're going to get better. We're going to get better. We're going to sign some players. They signed no one. 2018 happens, and it's nearly as bad. I give them the benefit of the doubt because, look, we had some major injuries at the beginning of the season. That You don't want to make excuses, but that probably hurt their plans. Molino. Yeah. And so, 18 doesn't fare any better. The fans are calling for the heads of the manager and basically everyone else other than the owner. And here you are in the offseason telling their fans nothing. We are now, what, seven weeks past the last game of the season? Yeah. And we have been told absolutely nothing. And now it comes out that, oh yeah, we've been signing players, but we're not going to tell anybody. No. What, could, it's what kind is, of a dick move. What's, yeah, what's the, what is the possible upside in the teams, from the team's point of well, view? I don't... I think, no, I think from a team's I don't perspective... Know. They wanted to announce the DP first. Sure. Which they did. Makes right? sense. And yeah. he was the biggest signing they got. And, and will be. And probably the most important signing. Yeah. But maybe the other signings aren't as monumental, so they're kind of holding off on it a little. Which is probably accurate. Yeah. I mean, we've but, got, but we've gotten into the... We've gotten into it before. I mean, you know, it'd be interesting to see like what kind of MLS moves they make, yeah. and those those can ultimately turn out to be important too. Because we talk, as we yep. talked about last time, you got you've got to you only have three DPS to play with, and, that, and we've exactly done that, right. And so we still have important moves to make. So, yeah, but. you know, and I guess technically we could buy down Angelo's contract and yeah. have a third DP still available. It could. True. Yeah. With, with that target yeah. Yeah. allocation money and T- general TAM allocation I mean, money. we have so much of it. We do. That I think they said it was third highest in the league. So do they? Yeah, yeah and that's weird. I, that's another question I have, you know, and I've had for a while now because it, it's not, if it is, they don't make it obvious. Is that, that number, the available number of money, yeah. is that available publicly? No. I mean, okay, but they... They, di- they usually dispose it, but they don't have to. They don't yeah. specifically say, but we know we have, like, the third highest. Yeah, um, I mean, Manny has said it a number of times. I think uh, McGuire said it once or twice. Yeah. I mean, we know it's there. You know, people who care a lot try to keep track. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, because there's a lot of deals that happen, and Tan right. is thrown back and forth. Yeah. They so, try to figure out what's going on, you know. Yeah, I mean... It, it's possible that we could have another big sign. 
like yeah. a really big sign. Now right. we also have a lot of that money anyway, so you could have a pretty decent signing yeah. even through that without being a DP. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, but it's still, I don't know. Like Dave pointed out when he asked, you know, what's the benefit? I just don't see a benefit. Like, what are you gaining by keeping your fans in the dark? Well, unless, now saying this about the TAM, unless they have another big signing coming through. Yeah, I, I liked your point, though, Tony. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it. It's like maybe they want to make their big splash first, like you course, said, with yeah. the third DP. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. does make a lot of sense to me, but yeah. we'll, I guess we'll find out in the next yeah. few days here. Um, and, yeah, just to touch specifically on David's point, um, to get, you know, to get Rodriguez, Angelo Rodriguez, you know, un- out of that DP spot, it really wouldn't take a whole lot because just looking at his uh, salary, last year at least was 60, six, 60, 657000 Oh, yeah, so. Uh, and you just need to get him right about the 500000 Yeah, yeah. So we're not, they're not so that So that'd be pretty easy. Off. Yeah. But just like the loons, they'll probably make a big splash tomorrow after our podcast. Right. And then we'll be like, well, shit. And then we'll be like, okay, so the holidays. Yeah. We're going to be waiting even longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Dave and I will have to do a special podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could be yeah. there. Uh, so, we don't know what's yet to come. No. I mean, it, it could be somebody substantial. It could be a bunch of guys that we don't even know. Right. Uh, but we also want to talk about uh, this Irish player. Yeah. Who's, we've been sniffing around a little bit. So, I have absolutely no confirmation that this is even really that serious. Uh, but his name is... And forgive me. So while you're looking at this isn't breaking news no. that we're discussing here, but it's just, it's a rumor, essentially. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a rumor. Darog. 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 Leahy. Leahy. It might okay. be like Dara Leahy. Dara Leahy? That's true. Almost like a Daryl. I uh, an, yeah. an Irish Daryl. Daryl Leahy. That's Dara. it. Good, yeah. Oh, well, you've been to, you've been to Ireland. I have. I, I've never met anybody with that name in particular, okay. though. But. Yeah, uh, he's twenty. Okay. He's a left back, which is useless to us because we have a left back. Uh, but I suppose there's probably a chance that he can play right back. But he's young. He's young. Yeah. Uh, he would definitely hang around longer than Francisco Calvo. Because mm-hmm. he's he's somebody we could put at Madison. It's somebody that we could easily put in Madison. Mm-hmm. And being that Madison hasn't signed a whole lot of defenders yet. There you go. That would be an mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the big thing is, is obviously he's uh, he is uh, uh, international, so that would hurt us. But if we sent him out on loan, mm-hmm. permanent year-long loan to Madison, yes, he wouldn't count against that. So... I mean, there are some there are some interesting things. Obviously, nothing's been confirmed other than it, you know the. It sounds like Top Brass said, "Yeah, we've looked at him, yeah. we've scouted him a bit. He's interesting to us." So, you know, I, obviously, you have to start considering building for the future. Of course, I mean. Especially if you're doing a seven-year plan. A seven-year plan. 
I, mean, I like how you guys are starting to get on board with that because well, it's, I, yeah, I don't I, think it's that well, far-fetched. I'm coming around to it a little bit. I, I would say that I'm on board with it more just because anyone that doesn't like it, that listens to us, their heads are yeah. exploding. I just, yeah, yeah I, I just, are, you yeah. know, kind of in line with that talk, I mean, I just wonder, I was listening to a local uh, sports talk radio station on my way up here, and, and uh, the host was talking about um, between, the say, the... The Wild history and the Timberwolves history, they have a combined history now of over 50 years. Yeah. And in that 50 combined years, yeah. between the two teams, they only yeah. have twice. Yeah. Twice they had two seasons where the team got to, like, the Final Four, the exactly semifinals, right. conference yeah. finals. So right. we just want to avoid seeing the Loons kind of fall into that category of just well year after year after year after year of trying to figure it out and re, you know, how many years is that with the Vikings? Well, the Vikings have been around for more like, what, uh, six, 60, 70 years, 65, 60 years. Yeah. 60 and how many years have they been successful? Well, they've well, been they more to, successful than yeah. the, the, they've been to four Super Bowls. I can't yeah. remember how many they won off the top of my head, but they've been to <laughs> Zero. <four laughs> Jesus. So. Wow. You can tell Sterling's from uh, Wisconsin because he brings that shit up. I, did, I had to. What's funny is like you bring the seven-year plan up. My father-in-law is going to listen to this. and probably going... Seven year plan sounds like the Minnesota Twins. I'm like, exactly right, Tom. That is the Minnesota Twins. And when they hit year seven, they just started all they over. They start all over again. Exactly right. Uh, I mean, I'll be interested to see who they sign after this DP. Yeah. If anybody actually makes me kind of say, oh, yeah, that's a good signing, or if it's more of uh, that guy's kind of like, mm, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you have for. Uh, specifically, you have the right-back position. Yeah. We don't have any at all. So, I mean, if you're if you're looking at that, you know there's a right-back that's going to be Yeah. There has to be. There has to be. Um, I mean, because Carter Manley, well, I suppose they could start Carter Manley. Could. That would be... Really bad idea. Air quotes. Good. So, I mean, we do have a right back, but he needs to go out to Madison. So, can we let's talk about Madison a little bit before we hit our uh, break here? Um, Madison kind of reminds me. I'm excited about Madison because it reminds me of the G League and NBA. Right, so the NBA has a G League where they can send guys down. Every team now has a G League team yeah. they're associated with. And you send a guy down, he can play there and get some minutes and play at you know, a little lower level and then work his way up. Yep. Um, but I think in soccer, even more than G League, I think these guys can actually become good players in those lower leagues. Whereas the G oh, yeah. League is more like a crapshoot type of deal. Right. So I'm very excited about the Madison connection because I think there's some guys we can sign, like your Irish guy we're talking about, that can go to this to a lower league to Madison, get a lot of minutes, learn some things in an environment that's not too crazy like the MLS, right. and then come up and produce at the MLS level. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's ultimately the goal that you know Major League Soccer hasn't really been able to do yet. I mean. They're not even 25 years old yet. So, yeah. you know, that whole development cycle exactly of right. getting those young players and turning them into something that's, you know, valuable to the senior team. Yep. I mean, you look at the – we always look to Europe, obviously, and you see these teams that have academies that 
you know, have been around for longer than, you know, well, 80 these, years. These teams bring up these guys from academies, especially some of the national teams. They bring these guys from academies, and they've been playing together for 10, 15 yeah. years since they were kids. And then they get up to the big leagues, and they all know how each other, you know, they know what they're yeah. all doing, you yeah. know? And, you know, that's something that MLS is getting better at. And, it, you know, we talked about this a little bit uh, last episode about our academy and how they they started our academy young. And so it's going to take several years to get moving to where we're going to see academy players on our roster. But, you know, the, the theory is that... You get a U seventeen, and yeah. they're they look good, yeah. but maybe they're not MLS good. Yeah, you send exactly them right. to USL, yeah, and to your whatever affiliate, whether it's your actual team or an affiliate, and and they, you know, they get their minutes, and then they get to the senior team. You know, I think that's something that we missed, and we yeah. talked about this before too. And so, you know, it's too bad that the Madison connection is probably only going to be a season. Maybe. And why would you say that? Is it? Well, because MLS really wants teams to have their own. So, oh. affiliates, you know, Orlando, I think, was one of the first teams to dump their own and go back to the affiliate. Is that where somewhere where they actually have, like, the say, for example, Sounders 2 or something like so, that? Right. Yeah. Seattle Sounders 2. So, why not, could not Sounders so, Okay, out of the box here, why couldn't Bill McGuire just go to Madison and say, hey, I want to be a 51% owner of this team? Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose like it could work. Yeah. Is, maybe this is the way he's going to do it. Maybe he's like kind of feeling it out a little bit and saying, well, Madison started their own team. I'm going to, we're going to be an affiliate. We'll see how it all works out. And maybe next year or the year after that, he goes, and I'm going to be... It could. Know, primary owner of this team. Yeah. Are these other teams more localized also, though? Like Seattle Sounders 2, are they in Seattle? Yes. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, would like, would, if it happens where it's a one-time deal, Minnesota gets their own in-state, are they play a point? Is that still there? I mean, I would assume, but yeah. I think I've heard... I've heard rumors that they'd like to do something like uh, Rochester. Rochester, Duluth, Duluth yeah. potentially, yeah. Outstanding. And, yeah. And me, I mean, but I think they'd be the only team that would do that because yeah. I think uh, Kansas City, the Swope Park, they play at Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake is the Monarchs. They play just south, I think. South of that, yeah. Yeah, so. And then let me ask, so, so Ford Madison, they're going to be like in the third level of soccer behind yeah. MLS, and then they call it, I think, as of this year or next year, it's MLS, USL Championship, yes. and USL 1. I was confused because yeah. I thought it was USL 1 and 2. It might have used to be that way. But it, yeah. it was. Yeah. Now, do the MLS, will, will teams have affiliates in both the second and third level or or either well it'd be either or uh, no they pushed them down to the third so all yeah. MSL, MLS affiliates will be in the third level third yeah level, that M- yeah. USL one yeah and, it, and I think that's if I'm not mistaking that's kind of based on the Spanish model because I believe that La Liga teams their their B teams mm-hmm. are down two levels two levels because yeah. they don't suspect they'd ever be able to get up sure far enough sure to, sure play each other and why would you want to and the thing is if you're going to get young guys why not put them at two levels down instead of one level down yeah I mean because honestly you know if you look at if you look at um, uh, you know England you look at 
for the most part, Germany, uh, France, the second level. Yeah. They have relatively decent they do. competition. Yeah. yeah I right. mean, it, obviously, the top few teams, no. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't want... You don't want your beginners no, playing I, in a league that's going to be challenging the top league necessarily because be I like, just don't think it makes sense. It'd be like in uh, Major League Baseball. It'd be like signing your, you know, first-time rookies to AAA. Yeah. You know, you send them, to, you send, usually send them to single A or the rookie league, and then work their yeah. way up. You know, because you don't want them to get in that kind of competition right, right away. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, at some point maybe. You loan a player out to a lower, you know, the second division, sure, because they're not quite ready, sure. But starting out, I second the second levels just seems a little odd. Yeah. So I think I think MLS doing this, you know, USL one thing makes sense. But here's a thought that I had, and we'll finish this up in a second. My thinking was, we get an affiliate or even our own team. I want to see those young players kind of come up through the level and play together yeah. for a couple of years on end because I look at other major league sports I look at like well football there is no lower league of football college and then you go to NFL NBA the G League but you're not going to play with those same guys in right. the G League and go up to there MLB you might play with the same guys up levels but there's not you don't need to be kind of you need to be cohesive, but not as cohesive as soccer. Right. Yeah. And hockey is the same way. It's like you might have those low levels where guys play together, but they're all kind of over the place. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of the players mm-hmm. coming up together. I think yeah. that's great, and you can see it in team chemistry on yeah. other sports. And the other thing that I'd like to see, and I think it will happen, is like say the like coaching styles. Yeah. You know, exactly right. The team, that like maybe it's formation. They're practicing. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know how they practice, how they play in games, formations. Yeah, just strategies in general could be aligned. Yep. The coaching staffs are on the same page, so as these players come up, they're used to they're they're already in that system. It's a pipeline. So I, a pipeline, and I think this would be the if MLS was actually doing this league wide, I think this would be the first major sport in the United States where we'd have a pipeline where guys played together and kind of thrive yeah. together in a sport where you need to have that. Yeah. If you've got two defensive backs in uh, soccer who play next to each other for five years. That's better than signing two high-priced guys who've never played together before. Yeah, you know, and it, the, that whole academy model yeah. is completely foreign to Americans. Oh, yeah, it is. And, yeah. It, and so that concept that I think that makes sense as to why... Um, why it's taken so long to get that going yeah is because yeah Americans just aren't accustomed to that academy system yep but it, it's true you could you could have I mean gosh if you had the U15 team you could have four five six guys that could literally just play right up into the senior team together. the closest thing to academy systems in major league sports in the United States is the minor leagues of baseball but in baseball, I mean, you might have a catcher and pitcher who are good together. Sure. Potentially. But if you've got a third baseman and a left fielder who come up at the same time, they're not really dealing with each I mean, they may be good friends. They might know right. each other, you know. But they're not really dealing with each other. In soccer, you've got all these guys on the field 
on the pitch at the same time. Yep. If they all, if a lot of them know each other and can kind of connect, they know each other for five years. That's a great thing. Yeah, it's know? huge. Yeah, I agree. So um, I think we're gonna take a break, guys. We're gonna grab another beer. Like I said before, John Drewski is with us. He has returned from he's returned from Germany on his scouting trip. He saw some German soccer, and he's very excited about that. We might let him talk about it briefly. Let him talk about it briefly. We about should. The beers should. and be the wine he drank and how drunk he got in Germany. The and riots his, uh, he saw. The riots did he not saw. He saw history there. The Eiffel Tower. He went to the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Yeah. He can talk about the horrible yeah. violence that was going on over there yeah. while, during his trip. He was we, right outside of the uh, French uh, soccer federation. Uh, federation. Yeah. Yeah, I love what you guys said about that picture, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out. Well, let's just say my middle finger stayed down. Yeah. Good job. Careful. I just figured you had a late night. You took that picture early in the morning. It didn't look too happy. Yeah. We can, if you guys give me a minute, I'll wait. All right. All right. So we're back in a little bit from uh, Tor Brewery. Oh, I was going to Enjoying some of their delicious beers. Uh, Tony, Dave, and Dave, along with special guest, John Andruski, back oh, from yeah. Germany. Uh, guest. Guest. Let's not guest. make it. I'm not a guest. He's just a guest. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a roadie. Just a guy. <laughs> guy we picked up. Guy I picked up uh, 20 some years ago. Pretty much. Thanks. I'm old. Mm. So... We're each, we each got a flight. John didn't, but the rest of us did. And uh, we got four beers in the flight. I'm drinking the, uh, I think it's a squirrel nut. It's an English squirrel nutkin. Oh, the brown. Nutkin, the brown. That's, yeah. that's the first one I had. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Really smooth for a dark beer. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, the first one I'm using, doing is the uh, general NU. The IPA? No, the, well, the pale ale. Oh, the pale ale. Yeah. The winter strength pale ale. I wonder what that means, winter strength. I think it just means higher alcohol. You need to add, like, a wintergreen flavoring to it? They put, like, pine needles in it? Could be. Maybe. Maybe? I don't know. It's uh, it's good. It's uh, It actually reminds me a lot of Rising North. Rising North? Oh, okay. I mean, it's not quite a crusher. Yeah. Uh. I think the bitterness is a little higher than some pails, but it's uh, it's a solid beer. Good At six point nine percent, it's a little high. Well, you're drinking a small one though. Yeah. So Stevens, what do you got? So I was kind of really, I was really curious to try this one. Um, got the Fair Sing Ale. Oh yeah. And I know John tried this one earlier, and uh, I've, I've just taken my first few sips, and mm-hmm. it's it's I, I love it. It's uh, so it's too. it's supposed to be like a traditional British ale, but mm-hmm. it's got uh, a little Minnesota flavor in it with the wild rice. Wild rice, that, yep. You know, you can kind of, you can taste that, and mm-hmm. they call it a they call it their wild rice mild because it's not quite as maybe hoppy as some of their other, yeah. other beers. But uh, yeah, delicious. So let's talk about the space here a little bit, guys. It is 
upstairs in a, I don't know what you classify this building as, kind of an old, like, office it was, yes, it was office, office building. Yeah, yeah complex. Yeah, yeah. When you walk in, it look it has that feel. But once you get yeah. upstairs, it doesn't really feel like an office building. building. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look like it. It looks, it looks nice. And I, I like that you can look down onto the brewing equipment. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of nice. It's not, a, it's not a huge brewing area, but, it, I mean, it looks quite nice. And it actually looks like they have a little bit of automation involved, which yeah. always yeah. impresses me. I mean, it's not a big... Uh, you know, the space doesn't look that big, but I think it actually is bigger than it looks because we're upstairs. I think upstairs makes it look a little smaller. I think it's probably about as big as Omni. Oh, uh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just definitely. Saying. It's just that the space being upstairs and the way they've arranged it makes it look a little more quaint. Yeah, and they have that they have the cool nook back there. Yeah. Uh, and then they also have dartboards over there. Mm-hmm. Like a whole other room. Out into the brewing area. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Yeah, they have dartboards over there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a nice, it's a nice little place. Yeah, and it's Spring Lake Park right off of, uh, what road are we off of? Yeah. University. And I, University. I was curious about that. I thought when you, I thought, is, so what, this must be awfully close to Fridley. I mean, yeah, I think it is. I, yeah. I was assuming we're on the border. Friendly, well, past, yeah. past yes, Home okay. Depot is actually Blaine. Mm. Yeah, oh, because so it's there's one right up here. We're kind of yeah. on the That's corner. Connected by the mall. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, because Mike. there's another Home Depot down in Fridley. Right. Yeah. In the Cubbies, because yeah. I did, used to live in this area. Mike. But every time you, but it comes up Minneapolis. It all comes up Minneapolis. It all comes up Minneapolis in this quadrant. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Like, the, the towns must be so kind of, like, intertwined. And, yeah. And it's yeah. silly that it comes up Minneapolis because you have a city between, actually, you have even Hilltop down yeah. there. Yeah, Hilltop, yeah. between the cities, but yep. it comes up Minneapolis. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm in Brooklyn Park, and my address comes up Minneapolis. Yeah, my work comes up in Minneapolis, too. Yeah. I'm in Brooklyn Park. I think um, you're, you're, you're in the metro, you're either Minneapolis or St. Paul most of the time, yeah. which is kind of frustrating. But it's a, it's a nice, uh, cool new brewery they yeah. have here. Um, it, I'm trying to think what the closest brewery to this one would be. Would it be Alloy in Coon Rapids? Or would it be... Well, is there anything in... It would actually be... What? Our favorite. If you're basing it off the beers... I mean, no, distance. close. I mean, distance. Yeah. Think about it. I don't want to disparage this brewery. Oh, you're talking about, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the one by my work in Europe. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, The one right. that will we'll remain yeah. nameless. We're not going to talk about that one. Yeah, that's probably the closest. Yeah, okay. But And then probably Alloy. And then Alloy, yeah. yeah. But I won't say that name of that brewery because we're never going to go there. Yeah. And then I guess it might be... Maybe Invictus or maybe going south no, to like the Angry Spans. Invictus is right up 65. Yeah, yeah but that's closer way for up. you. It's not for me. Alloy is a little bit further. Well, we're talking about from this vicinity, right? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Invictus is a ways up. Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess, I don't know, maybe Alloy and Invictus might yeah, be pretty good. If you're going yeah. during rush hour, yes, Alloy's closer. 65 yeah. and rush hour, don't do it. Yeah. I think it's, I, I would actually say Invictus is. It might be. It might be. I forgot all about Invictus, and I apologize. But it kind of adds to the whole, like, north, west, yeah. metro, microbrewery thing going on a little bit. This is Spring Lake. This is Well, so like, by, your, by your house? Oh, you can go there a lot? Wow. Is it German? I don't know. 
I don't know what it is. Are they going to sell Michael Gold Knight? You know what? I'm graduating, I think. Oh, it's good. It's a good deal. Good deal. Thank you, Germany. Thank Thank you, Germany. Germany. That's right. Deutschland. Uh, Before we get to Johnny's trip to Germany. uh, The motherland. The motherland. Let me t- let's talk about the home opener for the loons because we they announced yeah. that today, April thirteenth, right? Yes. Right. Okay. So we were kind of going back and forth on text messages. They're going to play how many weeks? Well, we don't away know. From home, potentially. I mean, I would assume it's five weeks. Potentially, they yeah. haven't announced the season opener, but isn't it typically uh, March second? March second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's that early. Was it that early this year? Yeah. So our first game of the season is March. Third, okay, so they have yeah. announced against that. Vancouver. Okay, so yeah. they announced a couple dates, and that was yeah. one of them: the opener and the home opener. Yeah, so I mean, I would assume unless there's maybe there might be a weekend off or international yeah. break of some kind. Yeah, uh, we brought up some good points about why they're doing it April 13th. Yeah, my point was, I think they want the new stand to be open when it's potentially more warmer. Yeah, around here, and they can do more outdoor activities because it's a new stadium. They want people to be there they don't want a snowstorm right you know and Sterling you brought the point of well they don't actually get the keys to the castle until mid to late February February exactly right and so I mean you could argue that they might only have a week yeah to move in which wouldn't work oh so when you say keys to the castle the team's not going to be able to move in to that no the deal is this so working in construction I know this a little bit is that you when they build a new facility they have to finish off all the the, there's there's, of course the contract there's change orders that go into the contract so there's a lot of extra stuff that goes into it then you have a punch list of extra things you have to do after the contract change orders are done turn all your manuals do all of your extra stuff and then they give the keys over from the construction management team which is I think Mortensen right Mortensen then gets the keys over to uh, Bill McGuire and the Loons okay. at this and, point. And that, that's, maybe that's the primary reason, but I mean, yeah. I think the point that you brought up, you know, having a, a later home opener here yeah. in Minnesota yeah. with the weather, that's certainly a good thing, too. And I mean, I'm a fair weather fan. Literally a fair weather fan. I'm yeah, not yeah. a fair weather fan of this team. Fair weather. But yeah, fair I weather. prefer <laughs> games in good weather. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I uh, do too. So I'm not complaining about it other than, than what was the point of getting the team? It's gonna be We expect this. And what was the point of heating the field? Yeah. Heating the stands. I mean making sure eighty five percent of the stands we are can't covered. Sit here and bitch about it because this is what we wanted. We are gonna play in shitty weather. If we ever host that goddamn final, it's Look, gonna be goddamn cold. Johnny well, actually won't be because that's another subject we have to talk about. Yeah. The playoff structure has changed. Yes. Yeah. And it won't be nearly as cold. But, so April 13th is the open. Yes. Against, is it New York? Yes. Yeah, New York City. Yeah. No, Red, sorry. Is it Red Bulls? Uh, it's NYC. NYC, Red Bulls. Red Bulls. No, it's NYC. NYC. I. Red Bulls, NYC. Dave, hurry up. Dave, look it up on his computer. Diligently looking it up. I think it's NYC. You think it's NYC? Am I wrong? Well. Okay, well, Dave will look it up. Whatever it is. It's one of the New York teams. One of the New York teams. Uh, April 13th, which should be uh, in the 50s or 60s. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, wait a minute. Didn't we have about a foot of snow this past April? Okay, we did, yeah. that's. <laughs> let's not talk so, about that. That's right very now. true. Yeah. We really could have <laughs> My apologies. 
It is I'm wrong. NYC. Stat guy's a little slow here, by the okay. way. He is. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure he's just scrolling through I reading things that, now. I said Red Bulls because oh. I was looking at the Europa. No, no, I got it right here. It is New York City FC. Good job, Dave. Good I job. Dude, I don't know if somebody already brought that up or not. I'm... You're, you're in your wage for the week. <laughs> but uh, I can say it's going to be on ESPN. So, yes, at, that's true. At 4 that's p- true. At 4, 4 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So that means another 6-1 loss? Is that no? 1-6? No. No, because NYC now has... I mean, they've lost... Um, David Villa, so he won't be there. Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, but I mean, we we now have Jan Gregus. Yeah, we do. Yeah, to go along with Darwin, right? And, and Miguel Ibarra. So right. yeah, the game maybe Saturday yeah. afternoon. There's a good chance that game will Saturday be sold afternoon, out. Saturday afternoon, that'll be that'll this be a sellout. Team is going to give us the cup before the Super Bowl Vikings ever get. Oh, them. that's a big statement. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and well, say we're going to win the cup in the next. Seven years. Seven years. Yes. <laughs> so the seventh year, though. Seven I, w- years. I was going to say five to seven, but I, but no, the, no, no. I well, felt like I'd feed in the day seven, seven year plan. This, the Vikings could win a Super Bowl in February of 2019. That would be a couple months. Well, yes. Almost Again, we'll go back to the bunny years. Could. Could, yeah. yeah. This yeah. team is not a Super Bowl team. Well, we're not you talking about You have Kirk Cousins. You can't be a Super Bowl yeah. team. Sorry. A big game. Oh. TV televised. Oh. Like I posted. Yeah. A well, winning record. He can't beat winning records. Can't. Anyway. So, anywho, it's going to be a big extravaganza. The weather should turn out hopefully well. It should. And uh, we'll be a couple weeks into the season at that point. Several weeks. Several weeks. But you can't assume that because last year home opener was beautiful. Second game sucked. That's true. Uh, so don't assume that in Minnesota. Well, they, they made it late enough where it should be. They make they have a good chance. Can't complain that we got what we wanted and we have yeah I I would seriously sit in 20 degree weather so well and we did we have we did last early on a regular basis sorry home opener last year we've done it yeah I will say this Mr. McGuire has spared and his partners have spared no expense on the stadium the lighting of the stadium incredible it's awesome which I have to I have to say again I saw the lighting design before it even came out and I right. was impressed back then. My company didn't get the lighting package, but we did bid on it. And I was impressed with the amount of lighting and all the color changes they were going to have. Yeah. And seeing it now, it's like, ah, yeah, this thing is impressive. And so John would know this then. So because this kind, of, this Allianz Field, it's kind of based off the Allianz Field in Munich, isn't Allianz it, John? Arena. Arena? Ooh. Arena, Allianz Arena in There's Munich. There's a few Allianzes. I don't know if they look the same. But what about the one in Munich? Doesn't it kind of have a similar feel to it? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's all no. I'm not saying it. It's all. It's more round oval shape. It doesn't yeah. dip. It's just more round. I just wonder if the lighting here that we have is unique to other Allianz field well, not, stadiums. Actually, from what I've seen, Bayern's is pretty damn. Amazing. Yeah, and it, from my understanding. Uh, McGuire said that he saw Bayern Munich and wanted that type of thing. Mm. But yeah, the lighting at Munich, I think, is. It's. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to put more money into that one. Let's not. Right. Yeah. It's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. It's the NFL. But I, I really liked how they. We've only seen blue, right? The entire, mm-hmm. the entire time. That's we've right. only ever seen blue lights. Yeah, see, and uh, 
it's finally it yesterday or whatever yeah. day that was. Maybe it was Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, they tweeted out. Yeah. Did you really oh, think yes, we were yes. only going to use blue? Yeah, and they said small colors. I mean, it, it was it was good because yeah. they've been teasing the lights and everybody was kind of like, well, eh, it doesn't really... Maybe doesn't look entirely like what we thought it was going to. Yeah. And then it's like, holy shit. I knew there was going to be color changing. And I, them showing blue forever was like, okay, well, great. Dave's showing us pictures of... Uh, Allianz Arena. Allianz Arena. In Munich. Look at the one with the Bavarian flag. Yeah, see, so they got that, that going sweet. on. sweet. Yeah. See, now the, uh, the, loons can do, the loons can do stuff like that. You know, they can do... There's more lights in that one. Yeah, those, a hell of a lot they can do something. They can like do that. something like that, though. But yeah. and we will see. I'm sure along the Fourth uh, of July, I'm sure we'll see some red, white, and blue things going yeah. on and stuff. I, like I that. don't think we should let John talk anymore. No, Johnny. He had he's, two beers. He's, and he's, he's getting a little worked up over the yeah, Bayern Munich yeah. stuff. I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful stadium. It's a beautiful it stadium. I've Way better than Frankfurt. Yeah. Oh, that was that was my only point that I wanted to bring up. I, I have a feeling that Allianz Field is indeed kind of modeled or based after yeah. Allianz. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and McGuire did say that he saw it and he liked that look, and that's kind of what influenced him. Yeah. It influenced him. But when did Allianz jump on board? When they saw it? Yeah. You know, I don't know because that's what you and I talked about yeah. when this when they started digging. When did this? Did he? Did they also influence him? They probably did a little bit. Well, I mean, well, I who remember came to who is what there you're was asking, a recent basically. interview with uh, the the president, I think it was, of Allianz Life, and I, I'd love to be able to cite who did the interview. I can't remember. Um, and it, you, even that interview, you couldn't tell which came first. Like yeah. they, they kind. He was very vague on. You know, well, Allianz does this around the world, and we haven't done anything in the U.S., and people don't really know us. And, in fact, just years ago, they had to do run an ad campaign that taught Americans how to say Allianz. Yeah, that's right. And so it kind of sounded, I mean, it made sense. He made the, the sponsorship make sense. But, yeah, he still didn't really give a hint as to what came first? I'm actually still surprised the big name like that in this um, state. Well, what do you think? Best Buy, Target. Yeah, right. yeah, but we're you know, getting back to Allianz, they're I mean, they're worldwide at least with their sponsorship yeah, and yeah, the right. company itself. So I mean, they've got South American, Europe, Asian. So I mean, they must have known that hey, we've got a new expansion MLS franchise. You know, it's it could have been something that would be I'm on just, their radar. Could have been shocked to tear Minnesota though. Yeah. To be honest with you, because. Not to get into it, but being over there, every corner you turn, there's an independent Allianz, 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 yeah, right. Allianz. It's just like, and then it's like, whoa, that's actually, you know, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And in Bavaria, there was a heck of a lot more offices, but still. It could have been well, uh, United Health, right? And we've got <laughs> yeah. Minneapolis. Was a, I mean, there's all no, no. offices in Minneapolis, of course. And that's what makes this stadium so different. It's not Target Field, not no. Target Center. United Bank. Bank, right? TCF Bank. 
different well if there was but if there was one company in this town that could have done this it would have been target yeah they've been known to, i mean they've done twice well i mean they've, they're, they've had a lot of issues though financially too they didn't have money yeah money. yeah i mean they're on their jersey that, so. yeah that's right 3m could have done it Caterpillar could have done it. Caterpillar, yeah. That's what I mean. That's why it's more surprising that it's yeah. non-Minnesota-based. Yeah, that's right. And a company like that comes to this part of the world. My but, company could have done it. I'm not going to name it because I don't want yeah. anyone to know. But yeah, exactly. international company. International company, yeah. Yeah, so the interesting thing would, you know, if Bill and Goy- if Dr. McGuire, if, if he... if that was part of it where he like oh yeah I really like you know that kind of Allianz yeah. Arena look of the European soccer I wonder if he kind of pushed this now it would be hard to imagine say that let's say it was Target I'd probably you know whether they offered a sponsorship sponsorship or not you know it, it's hard to imagine that he would turn down say a bigger monetary offer but I think but I think companies like Target probably didn't want to offer that much anyways I, I they already have two of them I, yeah right you know and on top of that they they chose to dive into the MLS sponsorship on yeah. top of our jersey. Yeah. So, I mean, they probably put a... I think they put a lot of money into soccer. So... You could have had Dangerous Man Stadium. That would have been cool. Well, this is probably the cool. cheap... This. They could have called it the Danger Zone. Oh, they could have the Danger Zone. With all the go. stadiums that Allianz does have, I think they want to have seven. This is the eighth. That's, yeah. that's, you're in the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or it's six and yeah. seven. This is probably the cheapest. Not necessarily. Well, well, they have one in the A-League in Where? Australia. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's pretty cheap. But is it also host rugby, too? That's good. Oh, I should know. Is it in Melbourne? Because I think I've seen it. Um, I don't, I'm not sure okay. where it is. Because, I mean, it... Australia, the A League sucks. But all we care. Yeah, but is it? A, but if it is rugby, they then, sure yeah. those fields over there with rugby. They have to. It's not yeah. that big yeah. of a. Yeah. I mean, but they I'll, could even use cricket, maybe. Correct. All I care about is the fact that it was paid for by McGuire and his right. people. Which I talked to people at work today. They still don't believe me. Well, of course they don't. It's incredible because yeah. they just forked out a billion dollars for the stupid Vikings. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, okay, they're going, what do you get for the discount? I know you Close. guys have talked about Close. this before. I'm like, they got their what? Was it $2 million? $2 million for the land. Tax Something rate. like that, yeah. That's right. Which, if Target, Walmart, the car dealership would have went in there, they would have gotten the same deal. Well, right. they got a tax break on the material, too, which was yeah. a big sticking which, point. But, you know, I thought that's Target gets that. Walmart Everybody gets that. Yeah, Everybody gets that. And we've talked about this before, company. but, I know you, you know, Mi- Minneapolis, so you know, Minneapolis, don't you think Minneapolis would have liked to have seen this uh, stadium somewhere in the North Loop yeah. area? Here's the no, thing, in the farmer's market. Oh, farmer's market, yeah. Yeah, Fry is kicking But at the end of the day, though, it's in the perfect location, Midway. Yep. yep. You know what? I will still probably go to Sally's and oh, a lot of people. on it and get it there because it might be less busy. I'm going to go to I'm gonna go to D.C. Yeah, there you go, D.C. I mean, it opens up. It gives us a lot of yeah. pregame partying. But it opens up. Unfortunately, there's no pregame lots. No. Like the Twins or the Vikings, but that's just what we're used to here. But think yeah. about the think about the there's Green Line. There's a big Walmart there. Couldn't, next you know? door, couldn't you party in the Walmart parking lot and then walk well, over? Well, you could. Because, you see, that because, would be classic because, Midwest. Because here's yeah. what you guys say. Because <laughs> People Walmart, day yeah. partying. Because here's the thing. I know you guys have ripped it apart. Yes, there's a lot of negatives to Chicago, but they have the great tailgate lot. They do. So They do. Give them that. But you have to give them that. It's in a bad part of town. But, you ha- but when you're going for a game, you're safe. I mean, you want to be wearing Kevlar. Mm-hmm. 
You're not there at that time. You do. We had a great time. Well, and even when we even when we walked to Midway, it's not like it was that big. It wasn't that bad. You have to admit, when we tailgated before that game, yeah. it was a great time. Yeah. I mean, people playing. Even the fire fans were nice. So you, yeah. you, you drove time. you drove directly to the parking lot from the, from the our train. hotel. Yeah. Because when we went that one time, remember, yeah, we, we the, took the, the L, the L yeah, and then yeah. they bust us yeah. from the L. So the it was a little bit of a pain. We stayed downtown, though. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I mean, and we got schnookered. I mean, there was no way any of us was driving back. Yeah, what? and if we, only, we only paid, like, what, 110 for that hotel? Yeah, it was pretty reasonable for two nights. We we, we didn't pay anything for our hotel room. Oh, no, one night. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was one night. <laughs> one night. And our rooftop pool that we had. It was no. cold as heck up there. <laughs> Who gives a shit? It was a rooftop pool. It wasn't bad at all. Look the at, view was nice. It was, the view was, was beautiful. The Michigan was beautiful. out there, but exactly it was Exactly right. Was it, they, it was a Crown Plaza Miracle yeah, Mile. Yeah, We're getting yeah. specific. Yeah. Yeah. Crown Plaza. We spared no expense. Well, Dave spared no expense, actually. <laughs> With his travel miles. With his travel miles. <laughs> He's got a lot of them. Can he use them on something? I suppose you probably do have quite a I do, yeah. Oh, I, have yeah. Too, I have too much, really. I can't get rid of them. You can't even use them. Can you gift them? Yes, I can. Yeah, well, why'd you ask? No, Johnny. No. Oh, wait a minute. Gift. Gift us some hotel points. Right. Well. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you on that. Okay. <laughs> Jay's like, oh, oh, I got a wedding gift for you. Ooh. That, that would be you know how awesome. That would be. Here's some uh, hotels in New Jersey you can stay at. There you go. We're not going to Newark. Newark. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Garden no, State. I think it's pretty cool that a different big name like that yeah. is in town. As yeah. A, I mean, we talked about this. Is it going to enhance the team right now? Well, not now. But it will. It can. We've talked about it before. Who wants to come to Minnesota? Right. It's about the money, though. When you get these older European players, like Don Ibrahimovic, who again signed, you know why? Because he's in paradise out there. Right. I mean... Well, you know, and it, it's not like we would ever get Jose Mourinho to manage in Minnesota. Well, as much as I don't have an issue with Heath, we talked about this, I would take him in a heartbeat. Just, I would, too. Just for the news coverage. Right. Yeah. It would I mean, put Minneapolis on the map. St. Paul. It would. Yeah. Same. Twin no Cities. everyone would Twin not cities. think about St. Paul. Twin it's Cities. It's always going to be Minneapolis. It Even is. if the address is St. Paul, yeah. people are going to be like, Minneapolis. By about 10 feet. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the it's the it's the shitty thing about being St. Paul yeah. is they're always always going to play second fiddle. They will, unless it was closer to St. Paul. They have terrible roads. Yeah, that's always like when when people ask me about the new you know new Minnesota United field, Allianz Field. I'm like, they always say, well, where is it? I'm like, well, it's in Midway, and they're like, and I'm always. I'm always at a loss to say Minneapolis or St. Then Paul. Then you say I by mean, the State Fair. Yeah. I, I always say it's between Minneapolis and St. Paul. That's why they call it Midway. But, but it is St. Paul. Let's give St. Paul their respect. They okay. Yes. Yeah. They, they did a good job. They stole it away from they Minneapolis. Stole it. And it is what it is. Yeah. They didn't steal it. Minneapolis didn't want it. Mm. Well, exactly right. right. No one no one listened to Mayor F- Well. Councilman he Fry. He wasn't the mayor When yet. he was trying to he get was. that stadium. Because think of we talked about this on the show before. Think about the you got Allianz, you'd have Target Field and Target Center right there. Yeah. Think about think about the warehouse district in Minneapolis. Oh yeah. How hopping that would be. Yeah. All the time. And Sterling and I last season did that double header game yeah. where we went to the United at mm-hmm. in the afternoon. We yep. jumped on the train, the light rail, yep. got there. How awesome was that? Yeah. I mean, we got there, what, second inning? 
who cares? But you can still yeah. do that now. And I think we could have gotten there faster. I feel like we got we, we got we delayed. Didn't we? we got delayed. It was a busier game. Or yeah. But you can still do that you because can. of the green line. Right. So, but it would have been pretty sweet to be able to just walk. Well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no offense to Midway. I mean, Midway is fantastic. We I'm not to trying accept to accept it. Yeah. yeah, we do. I mean, it's, we got our team. Like yeah. we said, with the Colts, we have to accept it. All right. Yep. So let's break off a little bit. Let's go into some other stuff. Like I said before, John Drewski was in Germany and Paris, France a couple weeks ago. And he went and saw a German soccer game. German soccer. Like a real football. Like a real football. Let's, say football. Let's say Bundesliga. Bo- Let's not say I'm German. Oh, say the national team. Listen. Bundesliga. And it's Bundesliga, Bundesliga two or three. I'm saying it wasn't that right, right? Who's Who's it wasn't. It wasn't the top wasn't. flight, was it? Who'd you? No, it was Division Three. Ostoven. Ostoven, and who else? Um, Niederhausen. Okay. <laughs> How was the stadium experience? Okay, it was a Frankfurt Wolfsburg game. How was the same experience? They lost, yes. But you know Sorry, what? Frankfurt lost. Frankfurt oh. lost, they lost. Frankfurt lost, but I'll tell you why. Okay. When they did the it was a good day before that. We hit the Christmas market beforehand in Frankfurt. Yeah. Then we hit the game, and of course I had a glue vine some beer mm-hmm. at the markets. We hit the game. And I was feeling great. And once the the crowd there's something that I'll, I'll never, you know. And it was like specific, like the dip. Sorry to interrupt, but just like you're talking about the crowd, like how was it different, maybe than it's an American event? Okay, it's nonstop here. Okay, the last episode I heard that TNE has 200 fans, right? Right, something like that. What does their clouds have? Equivalent? It's like bigger. No, it's like Not, 800 something. Okay, yeah, 800. So, so a thousand between the two. Right? Yeah. Okay, you're talking about one whole side. Of thousands of people. So, like 20,000 probably? No, the stadium itself, I think, was 55. 100? Wow. Cameron's bank. So, about over there could have been. Yeah, it could have been 20. 15 to 20. Yeah. yeah right. Non stop. Okay. Right. I even have videos on my phone, and it was just crazy. It's like, even at the announce of the starting lineups, I teared up. Because I thought I was never gonna get, I'll admit that. Okay? And my cousin's boyfriend, Patrick, was almost gonna tear up looking at me because he realized what it meant. Is he a podcast, sir? I'm gonna have to send this episode to him. To, to, not to take away because you can go back. But this is one reason why I don't want my family with me on home opener. Yeah. Because I guarantee you I will tear up. Okay, so so? you admit it though. Yeah. So, because it was a big event. Yeah. And, and then my fiance Jenny, I don't want my wife me, seeing that and I'll tell you what it was her crying over it was because of her we were there you know when we were looking at this trip she looked at the Frankfurt schedule and goes oh, like okay. hey this isn't going to work this isn't going to work well the 22nd is going to be too late that's a keeper Christmas. and it was Bayern on the 22nd if we would have went later so note to self when you go to the home bring tissues for Sterling <laughs> there we no, go right there it was just non-stop I mean it's just something that I want to get back to, and well, I will get back to. I mean, it was a bucket list thing, but now is my when I go to the Loons games now. Thank God there's a new stadium to get excited about. Right. Because well, for me, so, it would have been like I got 
I got another question to follow up for you. Was it does, was it like the English Premier League where they segregate? No, I've not been to a game. Yet. Okay, well, I'll get specific then. Do they did they segregate fans? Yes. Here's the thing: the away fans have their own gated area. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's gated. Yeah. And um, same as English Premier like, League. Then it's really crazy. And basically, we were sitting next to them. I took some videos of them because you know. And here's the thing: over there, they were quiet the first half. Because their goalie was on their side. And they did not start yelling and chanting oh, sure. until oh, the other goal was Kevin Trapp sure, sure. was on that side. I'm like, what the hell? They haven't done anything all day. And then I'm like, I get it. Right. So it was, it was just, yeah. And like I said to you guys, the food is cheaper. How much was it? Okay, for the beer. It was yeah. about four euros, 40 cents, which is five bucks. Right yeah, there. that's not bad. But then, but then they add an extra two cents to that. So six euro, 40 at the beginning. And you get a cup. And it's just like this in Germany everywhere. Just like when you go to the Christmas markets, the blue line cups, you get your money back for it if you wait in line and stuff. Me, I had, what, four during the game? So I waited, got my eight euros back. But what was cool about it, kids were running up and down the aisle. You know going to Twins games when you were younger, wanting to collect those cups. These kids are collecting money. I'll look it up, but I think, I mean, I think the exchange rate is such that six euro is about $45 American. I'll I'll look that up. I don't know why. The seven year plan. It, it may be the last time. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. It's about yeah. five bucks. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah. I looked yeah. it up before I sent it. It's that a dollar. Thing. It's currently a dollar well, twenty one. For the people, for the people who don't know about European soccer, European soccer has been going on for ever. A very yeah. long time. Very long time. And for themselves have been 1899. Well, and okay, soccer is their number one sport. Yeah. Okay. So when people talk about MLS and there's not as many supporters as Europe, well, we're kind of on the we're kind of on the back end. I mean, we're on the front end of it. You know, we're kind of yeah. growing it. You're not going to have the amount of fan support in MLS that you're going to have in a European league right. because but people aren't devoted to MLS like they are in Europe. Right. Here's the thing, though, and for the listeners that don't know, I was born in Frankfurt, lived in Heidelberg. That's why it was more emotional than just going to a scab game you're, just to... You're German? Right. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, if they listen to the, never World, come up. Never come listen up to the World Cup Swedish episode, I think that was, <laughs> I think that was very... So do you have any messages to send to your German listeners? Vielen Dank für das gutes Urlaub. On the next year, the Eintracht event. Did you just call me an asshole? I heard so, and. and that's uh, all I, heard. I basically so, said thanks for taking me there, yeah. and, and they bought my tickets all the, also. They didn't let me. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. it's just, it was a whole different atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, and I think because what you guys talked about last week with the, or two weeks ago with T&E, yeah. that it's a smaller confine, it's going to feel that. Yeah. Right. But I mean, and, and, and this for me, it was like Cameron's Bank, Commerce Bank Arena. Yes, Germany didn't play there in the World Cup, but it was just like, this is the first time I've been in presence of a World Cup match. They were there. Sure. And oh, here's another thing. We had to go to the bathroom where the away fans sat. You want to talk about disgusting. Probably the worst disgusting bathroom. They're away fans. Okay, no. They got their stickers, they spray painted the bathroom, it smelled like piss all over the place. Yeah, but I thought, you, earlier you said that it was gated and you couldn't... The bathrooms were. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't just have the their, stands. They're not segregated, Dave. Okay. They so not still, fully segregated. Yeah, because there was Hertha Berlin, everything. I thought that was cool too. But when I walked in, I was like, and then I asked, I asked Jenny, how bad was your away bathroom? She's like, it was the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. 
So even the women there... Maybe Germans are just bad bathroom people. But then... They might be. But see, here's the thing what makes it so fun for me. It's because they're in the Europa League, World Cup League. These fans are together. You know, they're not this way. Because my cousin's boyfriend just went to the Mainz Frankfurt game on Wednesday. He's sitting in the normal section, not the supporter, away supporter section. And he sent me a picture on WhatsApp. I'm like, where the hell is your Frankfurt crap? He's like, no. Not here. I'm, he, I'm like, you're with friends, though. He's like, you don't do it. Though. I'm like, I would have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that with the EPL games, too. It's the same. You know, NFL, yeah. NFL in the United States gets a little bit that way. Yeah. But we've sat, I mean, we've been to, we've been to Twins games in... KC in Chicago. But, yeah, and, and that's what struck me is yeah. that they don't try and separate the fans no. here but, at NFL games. Why would you? But, but I mean, there they do. Sterling and I went to Chicago. I would have been safe sitting away from the dark clouds and T&E in yeah. a different section if I brought my kids there. And, yeah, you would have been. The United States. But that's because no one shows up. And, <laughs> in and Chicago? I, no. And here, they stay in the parking lot and party. And, John, I know you bought your tickets, like, well in advance. So back, about five, six years ago, I went to uh, Everton in Liverpool to catch a... English Premier League game, and I and I knew about the segregation, and I was kind of worried. I thought the game might have even been sold out, but I went up hours early. I went up right to the ticket ticket window, like yeah. four hours before the game started. I said, I literally said, "Say, I, I I'm an American. I just want to go to the game." <laughs> I'm an American, <laughs> you know, I, like Americano, I'm, I'm, Americano. I'm, I'm, but I didn't know, like as a, as somebody, like I didn't have proof that I was an Everton supporter. I didn't have proof that I was. A, they were playing Chelsea. I didn't have proof that I was a Chelsea supporter. So I just wondered how that worked. Here's the thing: Frankfurt tickets, because of how good they were last year. They're selling out. So, and I mean, obviously, they play Bayern at home on the 22nd. That game. Um, but yeah, that game was sold out at least maybe a month before I went, and I got the tickets from my cousin. They bought and, them. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I think I. I just have a feeling like tickets, tickets like that, like you, that game you went to, the game I went to. I think they're harder to find, harder to get on the secondary market. I think you can buy them on a secondary there market. Was, there were scalpers I just don't think there. it's as easy to there get. There were scalpers no. asking and buying tickets. Okay. I mean, it was just, just almost the same here. Okay. Well, I let mean, me ask you that. So then they try and segregate the fans, but like if you say we're an away supporter and you try and you went up game day and you could buy a supporter's ticket from a scalper, you, you can do that. I honestly, you I can, but I don't think you would. I don't think you would. It, it, it's, because look at my buddy Pat, or my buddy, I call him buddy. Well, like you my, said, if you did, you'd have to sit there. You wouldn't be able to wear your... You no. don't open your mouth because when, yeah. because Eintracht, it was two to two against Mainz, and that's their derby, derby. It's like, I don't know, did he get excited? I got to talk to him about this. I'm like, how were you when they scored those tying goals? But it, it's just, it's just a whole different feel of it. I mean, yes, you hear you hear horror stories of people going to away stadiums. I mean, even right. stuff happens here, Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. I mean, you can't say that though because this past couple weeks, I've heard some really bad stuff about other teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, even last year, I remember hearing uh, NYC supporters stole seats from Red Bull Arena. Yeah. Mm. And then you there's. There's situations where Atlanta supporters uh, got into fights with Orlando supporters. Yeah. It happens. Well, but no, the game itself, it was awesome. They lost. And for me, it was more about the experience. Yeah. You know, and that they had even a chance because a couple years ago, they weren't as good as they are now. But yeah, it was, and I just got to thank a certain female for this trip all together because it was an early birthday present. Jenna. She's like, 
that's why we did a lot of other stuff before horror. And that's the game. Walking into the game. Which was Paris, right? Paris. You know, and that was fun too. What was well, your highlight of Paris, real quick, if you could, if you have? For one. me, I'm gonna say everything was awesome. But for me, what do you think about Paris? I mean, we saw the Mona Lisa. That was awesome. Loved it. I've gotten into more of the artsy world and stuff since I met Jenny. But for me, it was the Eiffel Tower. Sure. It was. I mean, she didn't want to go up because she's afraid of heights. But for me, when I, I mean, once she got up there, it was fine. But yeah, it was just something like even she goes. She got chills and started tearing up. You didn't throw your beret Let's out the roof, though. I didn't buy it. And did you, That's the number one mistake Americans uh, do when they go Did you get to uh, see, like, the Arc de Triomphe and walk down the Champs de Elise? Did you go there? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know. We didn't know how to get across. I'm like, do we have to cross these goddamn cars? The, the big the tunnel, roundabout? Yeah. That yeah. roundabout. <laughs> I would have, if I drove. Straight out of National Lampoon's yes. European vacation. If I would have drove. Big Ben. If I would have I would have stopped my car and just cried. They don't stop. There's no lines. It's just, if you're in that... So I videotaped some of them going around. And I'm like, this is crazy. But I mean, no, it was... That was uh, for the entire trip to soccer game in Paris, obviously, being from Germany and gone to a lot of places I've been to before. That was, we didn't, we saw protests, but we were safe. Good. Um, the following week would have been bad because, I mean, I saw... Some broken windows and spray yeah. painting on Champ Ellis. <laughs> Say it before me, Dave. Champs Elysees. Yeah, Champs Elysees. The only word I know and I need to know. I is... call it Champs de Elise, but my yeah, son. Champs de Elise. I say Champ Ellis. Jeez. But That's no, just... and I'm glad we saw it. And actually, the food in Paris was the first and the. Yeah, how was that Swiss cheese place? Oh my gosh. We do have video of that too. I'll have that because I just send the pictures and I know your wife said. She yeah. loved it instantly. Yeah. But it was, they didn't have the white wine cheese that we wanted, and that was the, it was alkaline. It was pretty cool. How was Neuschwanstein? Norsch, it's Neuschwanstein. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Neuschwanstein. Get your stuff to Castle. You know, Sterling. It, it was awesome. It was the first time I saw it in snow, because it snowed okay. the day we, before we went down. And it was just, yeah, it was, you know, people say, why go in a cooler climate when it's cold? That's why. I mean, the pictures are fantastic. Yeah. And even and Jenny has a better phone than I know. Yeah. yeah, but it, all in all, it was her first time over there. And that she made sure it was a soccer game happening. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, Johnny, we're glad you're back. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and I do like I told you guys I do want to be more of a common occurrence. Well, we we, we might let you. We don't maybe. Know. Well, no, I need gotcha. to get like a. You if you gotta, keep buying us first round, we'll definitely. Let you. you want to buy your own you mic? Can, you can go ahead. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, no, so Jenny wants me to get on more too. So. Right. So the reason why we're doing this podcast on Thursday is because well, it's the holiday season. Yeah. So whoop de whoop. And uh, Sterling's got a. Go out of town. Yeah. You're going to be driving places. What are your guys' holiday plans? Where are you going? Well, that's what I was getting to. Parents, 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 well, wait, in-laws, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, parents, Tuesday, Where are the in-laws? In-laws are in lacrosse. Oh, so it's a Wisconsin thing. Lacrosse thing, yeah. It's it's God's country. It is down there. I think I just came back from God's country a couple weeks ago. And their sister city, La Crescent. Right. Yeah. Yes. I know that area very well. Is that related to Lucerne? No. No. So what means the? I learned that. Well, I told you. That's good. I, you know, 
I know you're you're on French your way to learning French. I told you. So I told you. This. My my grandma is from uh, Westby, which is right outside of La Crosse. Yeah, yeah, Brogue, yeah. Well, yeah. So I've been down there numerous times. I know the area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'll be in Chippewa uh, Falls. Chippewa Falls. My parents. There you go. Oh, the Linings. Linings. Just drove through there today on my way back. Yeah, from the there you go. Line. Yeah. Day, uh, Stevens has the uh, chili bake off. Yes, the yes. Chili bake-off. Most Come likely, on, that's going to be on Christmas Day down Woo-hoo! at my parents' house in Apple Valley. Bake-off. So, anybody's now, welcome to come. I'm inviting all of our listeners. Uh, so I talk, I talk about this for since we've known Dave. His family has a chip. It's not. Is it a chili? Is it really a chili bake off? Or is it just chili? You can call it what you want. We but call it a chili My dad is a pretty good cook, and he yeah. does make chili. It's yeah. not a bake off. It's not a competition. My dad yeah. makes the yeah. chili. We have but relatives, you guys and have friends, chili. and family over, and every and we eat chili. Yes, on <laughs> usually Christmas Eve or Christmas, but lately every, it's been Christmas. Every Christmas we see Dave. And we say, "When's a chili bake off?" Yeah. And I know that's. That's kind of it's cool. a high school thing. High yeah, school I get thing. to go. For me, I get to go all the way up to Oak Grove oh, on the Christmas Eve. The if prison. you know where that is, it's it's yeah. north of Coon Rapids. It's, yeah, it's a prison. It's uh, you get to like Champlin where I work, and it's still another half hour north. Yes, yeah, so it's kind of, not. Yeah. No, it's a little. It's not quite as far it's east. Yeah. Uh, no, it's you go straight up like Round Lake Boulevard, nine yeah. County Road nine. But anyway, so yeah, I'll be up there on Christmas Eve, and then I go down to my parents in Apple Valley on Christmas. There you Day. go. I'm in the metro area. I You'll do be not, there. I'm not leaving Minnesota yeah, for Christmas anyway. Johnny, what are you up to? Metro area. Yeah, you go down to Rosemont. South St. Rosemont. There you go. See Mooty and your dad. Yep. yep. There you go. Chilling and having yep. our, yeah, that's about it. Nothing fancy. I have got uh, Christmas Eve brunch at my in-laws' house, and they live three blocks away, so that's not a bad drive. <laughs> And uh, Christmas night at my house for game night with my uh, in-laws. Sister-in-law came up from Illinois and we'll play some games like uh, Guess the Meme and uh, what is the other one? The, the, what's that the black the black box? Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. We'll play that a little bit. And Christmas Day I'll be at my parents' house in uh, the great uh, city of Ham Lake. And we'll be doing stuff over there. About New Year's plans. So we've got a, New so Year's. We've got the we've got the area surrounded. Yeah, we do. We'll be all over the place. New Year's is different because my wife works that night, uh, so it's going to be probably just me and the girls hanging out to see who can stay up the longest. Uh, my eleven, my almost eleven year old, my ten year old will probably stay up past midnight. Spider Man, PlayStation Four. We don't play that anymore. Yeah, I got I I beat that already. Um, but my six-year-old, she'll try to stay up till ten o'clock and sh- or twelve o'clock, and she won't do it. She'll pass out on the couch. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a pretty uh, low-key holiday. I'm off from work until January second. I took some time off, which I like to do uh, because I like to have a little break for the new year, 2019. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's about it. Sterling, your uh, New Year's plans, you're going to just hang out with the kids, right? Yeah, I mean, when you have a month old. Yeah. And well, a he'll be three up year at, old. He'll be up at midnight. He might be. Yeah, about right. Yeah. Might be parking it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have another slug off this milk here. No, I'll probably, uh, I might try to sneak off to the neighbors. Oh, sneak off? Yeah. How's that possible with two kids and the wife? 
two kids and the wife. I played they that fall game. I played that game before, Sterling. I know how it works. You try to sneak off and you get a phone call about five minutes. Where are you? Oh yeah, Where I might. That might happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'll probably just. I probably won't even make it to midnight. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Stevens, yeah. you're gonna have some big hullabaloo on New Year's, aren't you? Oh, of course. Yeah. Are you gonna go somewhere? Me? No, yeah. I, I haven't decided yet. I, I don't know if I can get somewhere between Christmas Day and New Year's Eve day. Maybe I will, but no. As far as New Year's Eve, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be at home. Mostly. Really? Yeah. I thought you usually go out some usually, parties in Minneapolis. Not, not, not happening this year. Really? Yeah. Mm. I've done that in years past. I've I come to my house hanging with the kids. I've done it all. I mean, I've, yeah. there's a there's a restaurant bar like. I can't think of what it's called. Cowboy Jacks? Is it Cowboy Jacks? It's they, oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, there is right on Rockford Road. Yeah. That's a younger crowd. You can, yeah. you can go to that. I could, yeah. You could shave, smooth, well, no. and keep enjoy, a hat on, and people might last, think you're 30. Enjoy your last <laughs> few months of 30s? Uh, Two yeah. months. Two months? I have like I get, we get a while. months or seven yeah, months. Yeah, we get a while. I love that I'm the youngest. Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm the rarely oldest, the youngest. Yeah. I mean, Steven's yeah, turned 40. Yeah, Lordy, look who's 40. Yeah, yeah you are, yeah. I guess I'm the second oldest then at this table. Mm. Yeah, you right, are, because right, yeah. right after you, yeah. Two weeks after you. Yeah, so that's why we're doing this podcast at uh, Torque Brewery on a Thursday, because we're all, we got plans. Yeah. yeah. Merry and Christmas, so, everybody. Happy holidays. Yeah, so from all of us here, and uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Uh, happy, happy Hanukkah. New, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa, isn't it? Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah. Happy uh, celebrate. Happy yeah. New Year because we're going to be coming to you in 2019. This we'll is our last 2018. Year. Yeah, we'll see you next year. Like we see you saying high school. I'll see you next year. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a yearbook. It's like a yearbook sign. I, I, yeah. uh, I still say that at work all the time, actually. Uh, thing. You would. I would. Yeah, that's right. Uh, no, you guys got anything else to say? Nope. Stevens? No, I don't think so. Johnny? Just hope I can figure it out and be here more and be more part of the show. Yeah, we'd love to have you, John. Yeah. Of course, good times. A shtick for me and we'll go from there. A shtick? What do you want? Dave's the stat guy. You're the keep it going guy. I'm just the regular guy. You too. Well, yeah, well, with regular guy me and... We'll we'll figure it out. I can be like the... Jumping guy, but I just want to be more yeah. often. Yeah. Drinking guy? Beer guy. You can be the beer guy. Of course, the beer guy means you have to buy beer. Yeah, that's right. One round's not enough for every once in a while. <laughs> of course it's. So. All right. So, happy holidays, everybody. Uh, for myself, Tony Pervenanzi, for Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling, and also guest John Andrewski. We'll talk to you in the new year.
switch to Sprint and get our best unlimited deal ever. Four lines of unlimited for just $100 a month. Plus, we're including four amazing iPhone 11s on us when you trade an iPhone 6s or newer in any condition. Visit Sprint.com, call 800-SPRINT-1, or come see us in our stores. Phone after $29.17 per month credit for 18 months credit. Apply within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Requires new account. Unlimited basic after $731.21. Pay $35 per month per line with auto pay. Date 80 prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming speed. Maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.